0: Hello and welcome to the Journalism.co.uk podcast, a show where we bring you insights from media industry experts to help journalists do their jobs better. I'm your host Jacob Granger. This week we're going to talk about a new way to bring news stories to millions of local readers when so many are avoiding the news. Positive News is a non-profit constructive news website which has just launched a three-month campaign to get its content straight to the public. Their positive news headlines now appear on digital posters in UK towns and shopping centres. And the best part is that it didn't cost them a penny. We'll be speaking to Sean Wood, CEO of Positive News, about this new effort to show the public an alternative to negative news content and to stoke an interest in major global issues like the environment and wildlife conservation. That's all coming up, so don't go anywhere. Sean, welcome to the journalism.co.uk podcast. Thanks ever so much for coming on to the show.
1: Thanks very much for having me.
0: And uh, happy 2024. I don't know how long we get to say that for, but um, I think for the purposes of this episode, we'll get away with it because you started the year at Positive News with um, a very interesting campaign that you've started, a sort of content partnership with Clear Channel UK. Uh, Let's start there. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the work you're doing there?
1: Yeah, sure. So, yeah, it's a really exciting start to the year for us. Um, so we're working with Clear Channel to get uh, uplifting headlines on their advertising displays all across the UK. Mm. Um, so it's, it's very exciting for us because we're going to be reaching a whole new scale um, and new audiences um, and getting our headlines in the public space in a way that we haven't before. Um, so the goal there really is to inspire as many people as possible um, with rigorous journalism about what's going right in the world which is what we do. Um, And from Clear Channel's point of view, they really wanted to, they want to have a positive impact in the communities where their advertising displays are situated. Um, And so they saw the opportunity to work with us and approached us. um, And we came up with this campaign um, to routinely get our stories out onto their display boards and try and show people in public spaces um, That there's another way of looking at the world, um, that it's not all doom and gloom, um, and that there's loads of great progress happening as well. Um, There's another side to the story.
0: Yeah. So for those of us in the UK, I'm sure you've probably seen these um, digital advertising boards in your local shopping centres, in your local high streets, in your local town centres. But typically, you might see these as having digital ads on them, or maybe some sort of local service information. Well, I've seen a few sort of more general breaking news headlines kind of things like your Sky TVs and your Talk TVs, but the kind of stuff you're doing is is, is quite atypical. So why don't you just tell us a little bit more about what the public will actually see on these, um, on these uh, digital advertising boards?
1: Sure. Yeah, so it's the first time um, Clear Channel have worked with a publisher such as us to um, get this pure editorial content out there. And, you know, we're an independent media organization um, and we're, we're mainly reader funded. Um, so it's really a, a purely kind of social impact campaign. Um, so it's going to be um, an image and a headline um, and a call to action um, to visit our website. Um, so very simple, straightforward, high impact, um, just to give people that taste of um, yeah the progress that's happening and 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 to show that there's journalism out there that's covering progress and potential solutions to problems in a a rigorous way so it's it's really important to both us and clear channel that these stories are really socially relevant yeah um so that right there in local communities when people see these display boards it feels relevant to them and can offer a kind of meaningful balance to you know the the mainstream news agenda which obviously is just seems to be ever bleaker at the moment. And I think is a lot of people struggle with that.
0: Yeah. I think the one example I saw was um, about a landfill becoming a solar farm, right? And there was a picture of like a solar panel there. Um, so that kind of gives you an indication really of the flavor of stories we're talking about here. Are there any other uh, particular stories? And, you know, how will, how will they change throughout the course of this three-month um, campaign?
1: Yeah, so we're going to be providing... Um, stories on a regular basis curating some of the um, you know the, the top headlines that we're from the stories we're publishing um, so it 's a whole range of things across all kinds of issues really you know it might, might be medical breakthroughs um, or innovations in renewable energy wildlife conservation success stories um, so you know you can see on our website the kind of headlines that um, we'll be sharing for example you know just looking at a uh, Website today we've got stories about using heat from data centers to heat swimming pools, uh, a new record in renewable energy generation in China, story about a recruitment agency for neurodiverse people, um, a trial of a dialogue-based approach to treating psychosis, um, a new game-changing test for cancer, um, all, all kinds of things like this. You know whether it's business or um, education, and so we're trying to show a, a real broad spectrum. Um, of progress Um, and and from the the community level right up to, you know, innovations in uh, whether it's new kinds of legislation or political process or, um, yeah, right right across society, we want to show that, um, join those dots between where positive change is happening and ultimately offer quite a different narrative about the state of the world and what's happening. One that's not ignoring the problems, um, but showing the positive responses and that change is possible.
0: So it's three and a half thousand of these outdoor screens up and down the UK, right?
1: That's right. Yeah. All across the UK.
0: Um, what's the estimated foot traffic that might be coming and seeing those throughout the course of this campaign?
1: Um, I don't have a precise number. It'll be interesting once we get all the stats, but it's, it's in the millions. So it's, um, you know, for us is really scaling up our, our reach considerably.
0: Considerable. Yeah, three and a half thousand when you think about the amount of people that are coming and passing yeah. through these public areas. And I think what really takes my interest with this is we speak at a time when news avoidance is so high. I think the last digital news report said you know nearly half of mm. Britons are avoiding the news. At a time when people are avoiding the news, how can we bring the news to them instead? Mm. Was that kind of some of the thinking going into this?
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think what was really nice for us was the team at Clear Channel I think they really understand our mission and really believe in it. And they they genuinely want to have a positive impact in, in UK communities and feel, you know, feel quite strongly, I think, about some of the negative impacts of media. Um, and of course, being a media company themselves, um, they have a lot of influence over messages that people see. So I think my sense is they want to take responsibility for that and, and, and try and um, have a positive impact so for us um it's it's very exciting to be to be able to have our stories in this kind of public space where we're not relying on people coming to us finding us through the normal routes and channels you know digitally or or finding our print magazine somewhere in a shop or a cafe and um that it's it's a bit more disruptive i suppose um and and i think the fact that it is public space um and these kind of these headlines are suddenly going to appear on those screens and maybe, you know, in an unexpected way for people. Um, I think that kind of helps us, you know, with our our goal to kind of break the bad news bias. Um, You know, we think there's a negativity bias in the the news media. Um, And that's not to say, you know, problem focused news isn't important. You know, it goes without saying to (laughs) most people listen to this podcast, I think how important and valuable that is but that it can swing too far in that direction. And that then leads to the news avoidance that you're talking about, which, of course, is really not great for society. So I think being able to kind of have these uh, positive headlines at scale in the public space can hopefully kind of jolt people a bit and show, oh, there's a different way to look at things. is actually, you can do journalism in a way where you're not ignoring the problem, but you're showing the, the good things that are happening. Um, so yeah, we're hoping that will kind of, that people won't just benefit from the stories themselves from seeing this positive change, but actually it will help, um, challenge that idea that the news always has to be what's going wrong.
0: But that's got to be quite hard to measure. I would, I would think with a campaign like this, I mean, what, what are really are the goals going into this and how do you measure the, the sort of success that you're seeing?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It is difficult to measure. Um, But, um, you know, we're hoping we'll see clear uplift in traffic to our website as well as our social Mm. channels. Because
0: there's a little Um, link there at the bottom, isn't there, to your website, something like for more positive news stories head here or something, some sort of tagline to that effect.
1: That's right, yeah. Um, So we've got a URL on there, um, which fortunately, you know, is the same as our brand name. It's positive.news, so it's very simple. Um, And so over time we'll be measuring traffic uplift to our website. And we'll also be, you know, we're, engaging with our established audiences to see if they've seen these posters and where we're encouraging people to take photos um we're going to be sharing those stories back to our community um you know encouraging people to send take selfies send them in um so we're trying to engage established audiences as much as possible around it as well um but it's you know obviously we're we're hoping for commercial benefit from this as well um you know, we uh, our key income is subscriptions to our print magazine and monthly contributions from our online audience to support our journalism. Uh, we're a not-for-profit, so um, we're very upfront about asking for that reader support. Um, so, yeah, hopefully we'll see the commercial benefit as well, and we'll be asking, um, you know, new customers where they, where they found us and so on, and, and hopefully we can create those links back. Um, but ultimately, you know, because we are... Um, a purpose-driven business, um, we are looking for that pure social impact as well, that we, you know, just the fact of having those headlines out there at that scale over time um, is really bang on with our mission.
0: Right, yeah, I mean, you touched on something quite interesting there, which is, you know, the conversion to becoming a sort of a paid member there, and I suppose there'll be some questions in that process. How did you find out about us? What was your motive to sign up? Those sort of questions. Yeah. What, what will be really useful information to find there?
1: Yeah, I think definitely, you know, if we can establish that this was an initial touch point for people to become familiar with our brand, that will be really useful to know. And this, you know, is, it's out in the public space with all kinds of unknown audience. So it's very much top of a sales funnel. Um, and it's very much a brand awareness campaign and social impact campaign above all. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'd see it as part of a long game over time of building new relationships, um, getting our brand out there, yeah. um, whilst having an immediate impact, on, hopefully, on people's mental health and their sense of agency in the world.
0: Did Clear Channel do you use some sort of a special deal to pull this campaign off? Because you kind of indicated they are invested in it
1: yeah well no actually um it's purely a a mutual strategic partnership so um as i say for us we're benefiting from getting uh headlines out there um and getting that reach um and clear channel are benefiting from the impact that uh journalism has within the communities where they operate so as i mentioned at the the beginning um they're they're really keen to um, benefit communities where their advertising display boards exist
0: meaning it was free to do this
1: it was yeah if you want to look at it that way yeah
0: great so so you've just value exchange really on both sides yeah
1: it's a value exchange yeah perfect wow Um, so obviously a really amazing opportunity for us we're really grateful to clear channel for recognizing the value of our journalism
0: So this campaign is a new effort for positive news. The only similar project they've done in the past has been handing out free copies of the magazine in local spaces. Outdoor advertising is a step into the unknown for the news publication. But luckily, its partner, Clear Channel UK, is experienced in this field. So my next question to Sean is whether the company passed on any words of advice or tips for making their message stand out to the public. The golden standards of advertising still apply, like, don't overcrowd the page.
1: It was really um fun process to be honest. Um, you know, we obviously we do a lot of minutiae in terms of uh, journalism looking at placement of commas, etc. and in print and um online and so this is obviously an out of home you have to get people's attention very quickly, um and you don't have long. Um so it has to be super simple, super clear, um, really compelling. And for us, the editorial challenge was how can we show the value of a story, in and and communicate kind of some of the the brand messaging, and let, let the story itself um, communicate that we do like socially relevant, rigorous journalism, not just fluffy good news, and that it's um, you know it's worthwhile people giving it their attention. How can we communicate that and make the story exciting and engaging? within just a headline where you've got no context. Mm. So um, it's just an image and a headline and that's, that's got to do it. So that, you know, that was, that was good fun.
0: <clears throat> you can't afford to carpet bomb the, uh, <laughs> the page with all sorts of um, info and pictures and stats. It has just to be clean, simple. Yeah. Less is more, I suppose, really.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. We definitely started with too much copy, <laughs> <laughs> which is probably unsurprising, Um but um, yes, yeah, so we whittled it down, and um, and then you know whittled down our choice of stories as well. To we, we had to um, weed out the ones where there was kind of that didn't work without more context, where it raised too many questions um, when you looked at
0: couldn't that, stand yeah. on its own legs, sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, I know I know exactly what you mean by that. I suppose one of the big challenges with something like this that also comes to mind is ad blindness. And I think as, as the public we're so Mm. kind of inured to seeing ads on buses and tubes and in the public space billboards, was that a concern going in and what did you kind of do to remedy that if so?
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, but I think we're, we're in the fortunate position. I think that what we do is very rare to see, um, out in the public space. Um, so yeah, we definitely wanted to try and make the design distinct um, and not look like, not look, look like an ad. Um, so we kind of, we took a lot from our own, um, how we display uh, our stories digitally normally, and we kind of went from that structure and just simplified it. So we tried to keep, um, uh, you know, visually we wanted to keep it looking immediately like a news story. Um, so the kind of simple image headline format and the the typefaces um, obviously a a brand typefaces that look editorial Um, so trying to immediately give that sense of oh this is a new story it's not an ad Um,
0: and your own branding that nice blue coming in as well
1: we we didn't use a a usual brand color we tweaked it a bit to make it a little lighter a little more right um, a little brighter a little more Uplifting feeling, and whilst keeping a sense of um, yeah, this is rigorous journalism.
0: I guess you know there's there's a couple of months still ahead of you. What's top of your wish list from here? What do you what is the one thing you're really hoping to see throughout this campaign?
1: I think the one thing we're we're hoping to see firstly is the continuation of the partnership with Clear Channel. Um, mm-hmm. So um, I mean it's going great from their and our point of view at the moment. Um, we hope so we can do more of this. Um, but then um, a real we'd like to see a step change in our brand awareness and, um, and growth of our audience. Um, you know, we're growing consistently year on year really well. And we've got a really, really engaged core audience, really strong supporter base, magazine subscriber base. And that's really, you know, a real asset to us in um, the current industry conditions. Um, but we're at a point now um, where we really want to try and accelerate our growth. And we think there's a need for it um, and also an opportunity. So, um, we'd like to see this campaign really support that, really try and um, expand our reach to a new level.
0: Cool. Well, I'll, I'll keep an eye out next time I'm in the uh, in my local high street, uh, Sean. But thanks ever so much for coming on the podcast and wishing all the best with it, okay?
1: Thanks very much.
0: My takeaway for today is that if audiences are avoiding the news... How can the news come to audiences instead? This example from positive news won't work for everyone, not least because it relies on finding the right partner that would agree to working out a free exchange of services. But this isn't restricted to positive news either. In fact, there could be great potential for outdoor screens showing tailored community or local news stories. I'd love to know what you took from today's conversation and how your newsroom is preparing for 2024. Find me on LinkedIn, twitter slash x at jpgjournalism, or email me on jacob at journalism.co.uk. You can check out all of our episodes on all your usual podcast platforms, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Just search and subscribe to the journalism.co.uk podcast. But that's all we have time for this week. I've been your host Jacob Granger. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.